Thank you. As we are writing number our teaching on the subject, how to be led by the Spirit of God. Today we are looking at the subtopic, how do I know when God is speaking to me? Lord, we are that you speak to us. Grant us revelation knowledge of your word. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we receive grace, O God, to hear clearly from you and to obey you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Put this on prayer point at the end of this teaching today. So if you are not born again and you want to join in this teaching, quickly say after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just the way I am. I have mercy on my soul. I believe you died for my sin. And I believe you rose for my justification. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord, be my God, and be my Savior. Grant me grace to serve you faithfully unto the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Father, I pray for as many that have confessed you as Lord and Savior. Please, Daddy, forgive their sins. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, write their name in the book of life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, grant them grace and mercy to serve you faithfully unto the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. How do I know when God is speaking to me? Somebody will ask the question, how do I know when God is speaking to me? It is very simple. We are going to run through it. We have about six major points here that I'm going to be showing us, six major points. So number one, number one, we're taking it from 1 John 1 to 5. Anything your mind, thought, or heart asks you to do that is good and not of evil. Take note of that. Anything in your mind, thought, or heart asks you to do that is good and not of evil, that is God. That is God. Go ahead and obey the voice. God will not ask you to do anything that has to do with darkness. Don't ever forget that. First John chapter 1, verse 5. This is then is the message which we have heard of him and declare not to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So God will not ask you to do anything that has to do with darkness. God will not ask you to do what is wrong. Any voice, any spirit asking you to do what is right, that is of God. Go ahead and do it. Anything that asks you to do what is wrong, that is of the devil. Don't obey the devil. So this is how to know when God is speaking. In him is light and there is no darkness at all. God will not ask you to steal. God will not ask you to kill. God will not ask you to do anything that is bad. God will not ask you to do anything that is full of wickedness. God will not ask you to gossip. God will not ask you not to give to people. God will not ask you not to show love. So these are how you know whether God is talking to you or not. In him is light. There is no darkness at all. Any voice, any thought, any imagination asking you to do what is wrong. That is of the devil. It's not of God. God will always ask you to do anything whatsoever that is in agreement with his word. That's number one way to know 
when God is speaking to you. Number second point, any leading or thought or voices you hear that do not agree with the word of God is not of God. Do not obey it. For you to obey it, it must agree with the word of God. What we are saying here, anything, any thought, any voice, ask you to do anything that is outside the word of God, that is not of God. Because God and his word always agree together. They always agree together. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 8 verse 20. Isaiah 8 verse 20. To the law and to the testimony. Look at that. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. It is because there is no light in them. That is the truth. Because God is light. Like we said before, in him is no darkness at all. So it doesn't matter the law from anywhere. It doesn't matter the prophecy, the testimony from anywhere. If it does not agree with the word of God, it is not of God. It is not of God. Any law, anywhere. The apostles were asked not to preach the word of God in the book of Acts, but they disobeyed the authority because that law is not in agreement with the word of God that they should not preach the gospel. Though they suffered for it, but we knew that at the end of the day, God exhorted them. When a law was passed that nobody should pray in the land, Daniel went ahead to pray because he knew that that law does not agree with the word of God that said that we should pray without ceasing. He disobeyed the law of the land. Though he was sentenced to the den of lion, but we knew how he came out gloriously and triumphantly at the end of the day. And it was decreed that anyone that will not serve his God all over the world, all over the earth, will be destroyed. So that is what we are saying, that God is speaking, is so clear to the law and to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in anything, anyone, any law, anywhere, any law, anywhere. And any prophecy anywhere that is not in agreement with the word of God, it is not of God. Go ahead and disobey that law and obey the word of God. I remember when I was in the university, you know, we were asked that no preaching in the school buses again, even in the, in the, in the, in the lecture hall. But God told me, I should go ahead and preach this word. I obeyed God, though the school authority have to give me a letter, you know, they give me a letter to... For this, I mean, I was suspended to say for one year for disobeying this authority. But I thank God, I obey God, and today I'm better off. So please, let's cultivate the habit of obeying God each time any law is saying we should disobey God. Because when you disobey God, God will become your enemy, and man cannot save you. But when you disobey God and you obey God, if man becomes your enemy, God will always stand there to bail you out from the hand of man. That is number two. Number three. By their fruit, we shall know them. By their fruit, we shall know them. Messages to you, either in the spirit or in the flesh, that produce bondage is not of God. Messages from any messenger that will make you to do things that are against God and his word. Please run for your life. True messages from God must produce liberty, not bondage. Must produce what? Liberty, not bondage. That is it. We have voices today that will lead people into further bondage, further bondage. You run from it. You run from it. By their fruit, you shall know them. The fruit of the Spirit produces liberty and not 
bondage. Let's go for that Matthew 7.20. Matthew 7.20. Don't forget Matthew, Matthew 7 verse 20. It will not ask you to do one sacrifice or the other. That is it. God will not have to be doing sacrifice to come baiting you naked or somebody will be baiting you or somebody will be sleeping with you. All that they are looking for. That is not of God. It's bondage. Matthew 7.20. Wherefore, by their fruit ye shall know them. By their fruit ye shall know them. And um, Romans 8.15. Romans 8.15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. That we are saying. Messages that bring bondage are not of God. They are not of God. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 declared that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Any bondage, I mean, any message, any prophecy from anybody that will lead you into bondage is of the devil. That's not God speaking to you. It's the devil. How can somebody tell you, come for all night? The next thing in the middle of the night, I ask you to naked yourself and begin to sleep with you. That is the devil. How can a man ask a grown-up woman to naked herself and you begin to bait the lady before baby or before that, you say you are ministry deliverer. This is the devil at works. This is the devil. You must not know this. The Spirit of God produced liberty and not bondage. So any message from anybody that will lead you into bondage, run from your dear life. There is no sacrifice other than the one that has been made, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Passover sacrificial lamp. We are in a world today, people are asking me to do all kind of useless thing. Buy goat, buy candle, buy this, meat, this together. It's a lie from the pit of hell. That is of the devil. It will only lead you to bondage. It can never produce freedom for you at all. At the Bible says, at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every nation should bow. We have a lot of messages online today. Even on Facebook, people will tell you, do this if you want money, do that. If you follow them, may you not be lured into bondage. Deception everywhere. The word of the law is a sure banker deliverance from every child of God. Follow the word of God, and you will never be in any form of bondage. Don't believe any pastor, don't believe any prophet, don't believe anybody that asks you to do anything that will lure you into bondage. The word of God is already there for that. All of us must study the word of God and know the word of God for your own good. For your own good. He said, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry our Father. Romans 8 15. And 2 Corinthians 3 17, he said, Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. How can you be looking for freedom? You are looking for deliverance. And somebody is now leading to more bondage, more bondage. Nature is supposed to tell you that certain things are wrong. You should know. Your instinct is supposed to tell you. The voice of the conscience is there to tell you. How can you be a grown-up woman? A man is asking you to naked yourself, that they have to go and bait you before you can be free, and you are agreeing to that. That is nonsense. That is rubbish. It's not of God at all. Or ask you to bring money. You are not to pay any money for any deliverance. Anywhere. Anyone that has to pay for deliverance, that is not of God. Freely ye have received, and freely ye shall give up. Yes, the work of the ministry demands that we spend money on other things. But salvation is free. It's free. Deliverance is free. God has given it to us. 
You have not to pay any money to anybody before you receive deliverance. Jesus Christ, the deliverance we are talking about. Receive Christ into your life. Lay hold on his name. Believe his word. He said, as many that I believe him, today are given the power to become the sons of the living God. John 1, 12. And, and this power he told us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, from verse 3 to 6. He said, the weapon of our warfare are not well. And not can. I said, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, from, reading from verse 3. Put it down strong. He said, bring into captivity every thought of the obedience of Christ. But verse 6 says that you must be ready to avenge all rebellion when your own obedience is fulfilled, is complete. So for you to exercise your deliverance, you must be someone that lives in total obedience to the word of the Lord. Somebody cannot be empty. You go and empty your back account. Go and do this. Go and do that. You don't do, do things like that. You verify things from God. You look at it. Is it in agreement with the word of God? Is it leading me to bondage or to deliverance? It's how to know. If this end is of God, or is of the devil. He said, by their fruit, you shall know them. And you don't stay there alone. Because even the devil himself has camouflaged the fruit of the Spirit today. What do I do for that to know when God is speaking? Number four. If the message you are receiving does not glorify Christ, it's not of God. Hmm. I repeat. If the message you are receiving does not glorify Christ, it's not of God. It must not glorify man. It must not glorify the devil. It must center on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let's go quickly to the book of John. John 16, verse 14. John 16, verse 14. For all to understand and further, let me start it from verse 13. How bad? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Look at that, verse 14 now. He shall glorify me. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it, and shall show it unto you. So, it's to glorify Christ, not man. Jesus was speaking of the Holy Ghost. He was speaking of the Holy Spirit. He said, shall glorify him. So any message, any voice, any leader that will not glorify Christ is not of God. Any message, any leading that is going to glorify man or the devil is not of God. It's not of God. Revelation 19, let's look at the example there. Revelation 19 verse 10. Talking about John the Apostle in his revelation. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren, that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Is the spirit of prophecy. This is when the angel brought message to John the apostle in the book of Revelation. By the reign of the glory of the angel, he was tempted, you know, to fall down. He wanted to worship the angel, but the angel said, No. He held him up. He said, don't do it at all. He said, I am a fellow servant like you, of thy brethren. I only have the testimony of the Lord Jesus. He said, worship God. Worship God. Run from people that are, that are worshiping human beings. People that are snatching God's glory. They are out of God is not at peace with them. So you must be very, very sensitive when a message, when a prophecy, when a minister is not glorifying Christ, depart 
run for your dear life. Here is the angel of God. All glory must point to God. All honor must point to Jesus Christ. If the prophet is right, and if the message is right, they will testify of Jesus. That is the truth. He told him, he said, no, I'm a messenger. I am a servant like yourself. And of thy brethren, I only have the testimony. You say, worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's what we're talking about. All these prophecies, prophecies, prophecies we're talking about. Know the definition of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Yeah, the testimony of Jesus or they are testifying of themselves. If you are a servant, you have turned yourself to master. You better repent because the end is very, very distractious. Very, very distractious. Highly destructive. If the prophet is right, if the message is right, they will always testify of Jesus. If it attracts attention to man, it is wrong. Because Jesus said in the book of, let's go to 1 Corinthians 12, 13. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. But now... You are meeting people. I love the way this one put it. That, this is a um, living Bible. Let's go to the, the living Bible. King James said that he shall glorify me. I love the living Bible. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. He said, but now you are meeting people who claim to speak messages from the Spirit of God. How can you know whether they are really inspired by God or whether they are fixed he said, here is the test. No one speaking by the power of the Spirit of God can cause Jesus. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord. I really met it unless the Holy Spirit is helping him. I love this translation so much. What the Word of God is saying here is that if somebody claimed to be a servant of God or he claimed to have a message from God, and that message is of the Spirit of God, that person will manifest the attribute and the attitude of God that will glorify Jesus. Everything will direct to Jesus. It will not focus on man. He said, because nobody speaketh by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus a cause. No one. No one. Unless the Holy Spirit is helping that particular vessel. So you must wash out the message you are receiving. Is this message, is it glorify Christ Jesus? Is this message, is it glorify man? This house to know whether it is of God or it is of man. And you have seen the typical example in Revelation verse 19, I mean chapter 19 verse 10. How the angel quickly responded to John. He says, see that do it not, no. Because he said, and I fell at his feet to worship him. He said, no, you don't dare to worship me. But today, we have men of God that allow people to worship them by the reason of the power of God upon their life. My dear, repent because you are heading for the dead. Don't eat the food that belongs to God. God's glory is the food that God eats alone. Leave it for him. If you try to eat what belongs to God, it can bust your brain, it can bust your stomach because you don't have the capacity to put it in. It's for God. It's not for human being. All glory must ascribe to God. Even when people are praising you, it's a mighty man of God. 
He has done this, he has done that. To God be the glory should be your language. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. If that word must not depart from your mind every second, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To, you must ascribe our glory to him. That's how to know that truly you are of God and you are speaking the mind of God. He said we testify of me and we also glorify me. Please take note of this scripture and study them one by one. Number five. I love this number five so much. Confirmation. Confirmation of the Spirit. Number five, confirmation of the Spirit. Confirmation of any message, any messages before acting is also a safe ground for us to know exactly what the Spirit of God is saying is very, very vital. In other words, confirmation, in other words, confirmation of messages before we respond to them is always a standard rule to know whether God is speaking to us or not is very, very vital. Don't run with any message you have not confirmed from God. It's the word of God. 4 John chapter 4, 1 to 2. 1 John chapter 4, 1 to 2. 1 John 4, 1 to 2. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Listen carefully. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Is of God. Many don't believe that today. The message you are hearing, say do not believe every spirit. Because many false prophets have gone into the world. They say, hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. When messages are confirmed, they become pillars by which we can stand. Just like the word of God declared in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 1, if truly in the demand of two or three witnesses, every word is established, we come to a safe ground. We become established with them. When they are well confirmed, you know, I told you something in one of the message, one of the part, other part two or three, about the young prophet that was deceived by the old prophet in the book of King, in the book of King 13. He was deceived. God told him right away what he should do. He did everything quite all right. God told him everything. When you are coming back, this is what you are to do. Do not pass the same road. Do not eat anywhere. Just do your work and go back home without looking back. This man did a wonderful job for God. But an old prophet came from nowhere. He told him, say, no, 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 I'm also a man of God like yourself. God have told me, follow me back home. Come and eat. Come and drink. First King 13, you see the story there? He did not bother to seek for confirmation. They go, are you the one that's sending this man or not? He just followed cheaply and foolishly. And that was the end of his career. So please seek for, after asking for confirmation, go before God and ask him. Don't follow any instruction that you have not received from God. Every believer is a minor prophet. Why the call one are the major prophet. And the major prophet are to confirm to the minor prophet what God has asked them to do before they begin to run. 
Joshua made the same mistake. When God asked them to conquer the land, the Gibonites came to deceive them with fake bread. Yeah, they are just their neighbor here. We have had our great Almighty God have been doing in your life. That's why we have come to come and visit you. The Bible says they collected their victual, they collected their bread, they collected their water without seeking for anything from God and then that became a snare to Israel at the end of the day. Because, because of those people now, children of Saul were later destroyed because of his zeal for the children of Israel. He killed the Gibonites. And when there was famine during the day of King David, so consequently, landed on the head of King David. So David has to pay dearly for it. So let's be careful. Confirm the word of God before you begin to run. There are so many prophecies all over the places today. People run here and scatter. Hey, do this, don't do this, do that. Hey, find out from God. And then agreement with the word of God. Second Corinthians 13 verse 1. This is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Shall every prophecy be established? Shall every word be established? Yes. That time God will tell you don't need confirmation. Because you have already come to that level of understanding fully when God that time God will speak to me, I don't speak for confirmation because I know already this is God. So I don't need anybody to tell me because I know that it's in agreement with the word of God. But where you know that you are confused, that you need, you need clarity, go before God and seek his face. And that leads us to number six, where we are stopping today. He said we must prove all things. First Thessalonians 5.21. First Thessalonians 5.21. Prove all things and hold fast that which is good. I love this. I love this. And let this be your strong weapon in understanding the leading of the Spirit, in knowing when God is speaking. Prove all things and hold fast that which is good. Hold fast to it. Prove all things. Prove all things. Hold fast. That wish is good. What is he saying here? If you want to know whether God is talking to you or not, you read books, you hear messages, you hear prophecies from anybody. You are not certain, my dear. Just quietly go on your knee. Say, Lord, I have come to prove this. You say I should prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. I want to know, Lord, is it, is it you? Oh, no. Don't just jump out. Don't just jump out. Because a lot of businesses have been destroyed. A lot of homes have been scattered. A lot of dreams have been shattered. All in the name of my pastor say, my pastor say, my... Your pastor is not God. Your pastor is subject to error. And mistake too. And you are not to blame. You have to blame yourself. For responding to leadings that are not of God. Even Samuel with all his anointing. That was time he made a mistake. Is it not 1 Samuel 15 or 1 Samuel 16 there about? When God asked him to go to the house of Jesse to go anoint the, the king David as king of Israel, he carried the anointing. He almost poured the oil on the, on the wrong head. Because he looked at the statues of the man. He said, surely they're not anointed his support. God said, no. I've rejected him as king of Israel. Make all his children to pass. He passes. Is, is it the all of his children? He said, no. He says, the last one. He said, go and bring him. David the lamb as he appeared. God said, this is him. Anoint him. So men of God are flesh. They are subject to error and mistake. It's only God that is perfect. That's how you have to help yourself by helping them 
to seek for confirmation before you begin to run with whatever they're asking you to do. We have a lot of information, revelation going on all over the world today. God is not the author of confusion. Don't confuse yourself. Go before God. Prove that message. Prove that prophecy. Ask God. Is it you or not? God will speak to you. And that takes me back to where we have started as we are rounding up in the book of John. John chapter 10 from verse 4 and 5. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. You will know the voice of God from today onward in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You will follow God in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You will follow God and you will know his voice because this is the word of God for you. It is your covenant right in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And a stranger will not, you will not follow stranger in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will not follow stranger in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, but we flee from it. You will flee from this day onward from strange voices in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For they know not the voice, the voice of stranger you will not know in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the voice of stranger I will not know in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You will know the voice of God. I will know the voice of God. Only his voice will we know. Only his voice will we follow. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as he goes before us, we shall follow him in the name of our Lord Jesus. We shall not walk in error in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ because we know his voice. And the stranger we will not follow in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We shall flee from them in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We will not know the voice of strangers in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As you know the characteristics of the word of the voice of God in the book of Psalm. Psalm 29 that we have read before. We take inheritance of it from verse 3. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedar. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedar of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon or Sino, like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. Verse 9. The voice of the Lord maketh the hills to calf. Discovered the forest and his temple, don't everyone speak of his glory. In final analysis, all voices, all living, all prophecy will glorify the name of the Lord. It is full of majesty. It can break the cedar in Lebanon. It can divide flames of fire. It can shake the wilderness of Kadesh. In all ramification, it shall glorify the name of the Lord. In other words, it will agree with the word of God. I pray for you from today onward. When God speaks to you, you will not miss him in the name of our Lord Jesus. I will not miss him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Receive the grace to hear clearly from God and to obey him clearly in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take this prayer point. Say power from all high to know exactly when God is speaking to me. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life, thou power of God, from all high, to know exactly when God is speaking to me. Envelope my life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Envelope my family and envelope my ministry in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Envelope my life, envelope my family, envelope my ministry in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The power of God from all high, the power of God from all high, the power of God from all high, to know exactly when my God is speaking to me. Envelope my life. Thou power of God from all high, that will make me to know exactly when God is speaking to me. 
Envelope my life. 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 In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thou power of God for more high. To know exactly when God is speaking to me. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Number two, power of God to see beyond the visible. Take over my life. The power of God to see beyond the visible. To see beyond the visible. To see beyond the visible. In other words, to see the invisible. And to know exactly what God is saying. Envelope my life. Power of God from one heart. To see beyond the visible. That is to see the invisible. And to know exactly what God is saying. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Envelope my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Envelope my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Envelope my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Envelope my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. Envelope my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. As the apostles here go clearly. And they walk according to his perfect way, demonstrating his power. I hear in that same order, in that same order, that power of God, that sensitive power of the Holy Spirit, that sensitivity power of the Holy Spirit that make the apostles to hear clearly from God and to walk according to his perfect way. Enter my life. Possess me now. Possess me now. Thou sensitivity spirit of the Holy Ghost that made the apostles to hear clearly from the Almighty God and to walk perfectly in his way. Arise, possess my life. Arise, take over my life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thou sensitivity spirit to the Holy Spirit that made the apostles to walk perfectly according to God's perfect way. Take over my life. Take over my family. Take over my life. Take over my ministry. Take over my life. Take over my ministry. Take over my life. Take over my ministry. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. See spirit of deception that want to deceive me outside the will of God for my life. Be bound to death. Be bound to destruction. Be bound to death. Be bound to destruction. Spirit of deception that want to deceive me out of God's perfect way. You that deceive the young prophet out of God's perfect will now you destroy him. You are spirit of deception in my life. Be bound to death. Be bound to destruction. Be bound to death. Be bound to destruction. Spirit of deception that want to deceive me and my family and ministry outside the will of God. Be bound to death. Be bound to destruction. Be bound to death. Be bound to destruction. I am not your candidate. Be cast into the defile of the Holy Ghost. Lose your grip and hope from my life. For my family, for my ministry, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you spirit of deception that is deceiving people outside the will of God today into the kingdom of darkness. I am not your candidate. Be crushed out of my life. Be crushed out of my family. Be crushed out of my ministry. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be destroyed out of my life. Be uprooted out of my life. You spirit of deception that is deceiving men of God, children of God. Meaning of us, out of God's perfect will, into, to, in, in, into, the, in, into the will of the devil, I am not your candidate. Be far from my life in Jesus' mighty name. Be far from my family in the name of our Lord Jesus. Be far from my ministry in the name of our Lord Jesus. Be burned and be cast into the defile of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen, amen, amen in Jesus' mighty name. For today, you take this, say grace, greater grace, greater grace to walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all blessing, possess me now. Greater grace, greater grace, greater grace to walk worthy of the law. Unto all pleasing, unto the end of my life, possess me now. Possess my family, possess my ministry. Greater grace to walk worthy of the law. Unto all pleasing, unto the end of my ministry, that career on end, possess me now. 
possess my family. Greater grace to walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, pleasing him all the days of my life, obeying his voice. Oh, take over my life, family and ministry. Now and forevermore in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, please share the word of God with as many people as possible. This is the part five of how to be led by the Spirit of God. And the subtopic there, how do I know when God is speaking to me? Please take time to study those scriptures and pray that the Lord God Almighty will grant you the grace to know his voice perfectly. And also pray with your covenant right in the book of John, chapter 10, 4 to 5. It's your covenant right. It's the voice of God you wish know. We follow him. We will not follow stranger. You will flee from stranger. Only the voice of God you will follow. Our watch was still for this month. It's still in the book of John 15, 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And today you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit shall remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. That is evangelism. Please increase your evangelism. Win show for Christ. Print our track. Give our track to people. Tell them about the love of Jesus. Remember, if we are not winning for, for Christ, we are not doing anything for Christ. He came for soul, and he has gone, and he's coming back again for soul. May you have plenty of soul to hand over to him when we come. In the name of our Lord Jesus, I share the word of God. Like I've said this several times, this is end time. Live a holy life. Don't compare your life with anybody. Fear God. Do justice and iniquity. Live a life of holiness and righteousness. That is the key. You want to make heaven? Live your life to please God and not man. Stay blessed until we see you again. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs>